Welcome to the Yummy and Fearless podcast with the Side Chicks, where we offer our side of the issues. Thank you so much for listening. Please follow us at Yummy Fearless on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and even Pinterest, where you'll find additional content from today's show. You can also listen to us on Apple iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, and Spotify. Please rate, like, review, subscribe, and share. And if no one else has told you today, we love you. Now let's get into the show. Begin Podfix Network transmission in three, two, one. We want to talk about Bill Cosby? We need to talk about Cosby. <laughs> so this was a, uh, is it a three or a four part documentary on Showtime? Four I part it's documentary a four part, yeah. on Showtime directed by comedian Kamal Bill that discusses the controversy in regards to Dr. Cosby and his penchant for what? Let me start off the gate by saying I was one of those people who was like, y'all ain't well, gonna bring down my hero. No, fuck that. I don't really? give a fuck what these women say. I'm like, it's a bunch of white women talking shit. Fuck them. They knew what they were getting into, yeah. whatever the case. It's not that I was victim shaming. I just really did not believe them. I was like, really? I don't care if it's a hundred women that comes out. It's probably a hundred women who can be bought into taking down Cosby. Huh. Uh, but, but, but. He put together a hell of a case, right? He put together a hell of a case. Yeah. Let's just say I have changed my mind and I'm so upset really? about it. You know what? I always believed it. If for no other reason, whenever you get to a point where you have tens and tens of women making a similar allegation, especially the women that were making this allegation at their stage in life. It wasn't like they were like, oh, I'm still young and maybe I can get some, I don't know, shine out of this or some Mm -hmm. notoriety or some money. That wasn't Mm -hmm. the case for these women. And again, anytime there's a situation where it's multiple women making the same allegations after a certain amount of time, I personally go, uh, there's probably something into it. Not mm-hmm. to say that each and every individual one is true, but there's probably something to it. And I just my personal experience as a woman, the men that I know who were pillars in the community who would try to fuck me. Right. That yeah, if true, I had told true. somebody <laughs> that they tried to fuck me, people would have been in disbelief. Well, into my 30s, true. I never met a man who was a preacher or who was affiliated with the church who did not try to fuck me. You better tell okay? the truth and shame the devil. So just my experiences with men who did not fit the stereotype of somebody who would do stuff like that, because I just knew these men personally. It was not a stretch to me that America's father could be a rapist. Wow. And as much as he meant to me, he was a big reason why I went to a black college as much as he went mm-hmm. he meant to me my experiences were still my experiences and i knew these motherfuckers yeah. personally i knew these men who were married with children who had stellar reputations who 
behave this way, who were this religion or or this type of preacher or this type of Muslim man or this. And all of these motherfuckers would try at some point to corner me and try to get the ass. And that's the fucking truth. I I believe that. And I know that to be true. I'm just going to say that even after the first part of the documentary, I was like, fuck that. No, no, I don't believe it. By the end of the second part, I was like, fuck this motherfucker did it. Damn. (laughs) So what was it, though, that got you? Well, first of all, if you haven't seen it, this is a spoiler alert, but it's worth the watch. And so he juxtaposes the timeline of Cosby's career and he literally plots out when he first started his being a predator. And really just by the end, I was sick. Like I wanted to throw us because it's not just him cornering a young girl, which was which would be disgusting fucking enough. Yeah. These young 18 year olds and shit. But this motherfucker was actually giving them shit. Then Kamal Bell takes a, a little bit of time to talk about Cosby's early career and kind of what he used to talk about and how he got popular. Yeah. And a big part of his like early bit was about Spanish, Spanish fly. fly. Spanish fly. And it's like, okay, so if you're looking at that in isolation, you're like, okay, you know, a lot of people talk about drugs. This motherfucker, he had a whole fucking interview with Larry King. Larry King. And I'm talking like, this was not that long ago. He was gray. He was gray. Larry King was old. He had a whole detailed interview. They had to have talked about that shit for like 10 minutes. Did you see the excitement within him? He was like fascinated. He was fascinated with the whole, yeah, you put just a little dip and you put just a little drop. And then you see it, but just a little. What the fuck? Yes. Yes. Oh, it made me want to throw up. They got into how it was no mistake that he was a gynecologist. He could have been a dentist. He could have been a podiatrist. And you know, one of the other things that also in real time helped me be like, no, I believe this. Beverly Johnson. What about about Beverly Johnson? Because she already was famous, already had income or whatever. She had nothing to gain. And I just trusted her. And so for her to tell the story she told in real time when it was happening I was like there's no reason for her to lie so I was like if Beverly Johnson is also saying that this shit is true and if you ever listen to her real account of it it's so fucking believable if you haven't ever listened to it look it up look up her telling you her account of it it's both frightening I didn't believe her you didn't believe her I didn't believe her I did not believe her because at first before Beverly came out I didn't know that there were any other black women I thought it was all white women then somebody was like oh well there's black women and I'm like I don't know I don't don't believe it but when you see that it wasn't just white women right it wasn't about a third of the women that he assaulted were black not even women these were little girls. These to were me, they young. little girls. 18, yeah. 20, yeah. 22. Old ass. That's fucked up. That's it's sick. Fucked up. He had a lot of hubris. Oh, my goodness, guess. Just, because he'd gotten away with yes. damn near murder for decades. Now, keep in mind this, and I've never seen anyone make this point or even delve into this as interesting. Now, all of the women weren't white, Mm -hmm. but a great amount of the women were white. It is fascinating, though, especially during the time that he began doing this, Mm -hmm. that he managed to make the circumstances where he, as a black man, was taking advantage and raping white women in Mm -hmm. a time of segregation and of racism in in this country in America and was getting away with it. Getting away with it. Does that not blow your mind? That's that's mind-blowing for sure. 
as to how complex all of the factors are surrounding what he did. But look at that. During that time, this was not that long after Emmett Till was killed for whistling, allegedly, at a white woman. Bill Cosby was a serial rapist of white women and managed to get away with it. And we will never know how many. How many more? It's gotta be more. We will never know. Hopefully God knows how many. When they talk about the models, they used to, Cosby used to groom these young girls. You talking about grooming. He would groom them. He would assault them and then be like, okay, come and bring your family. And then how fucked up is that? And so the the one lady was like, hey, I don't give a fuck what anybody, she didn't say fuck, but she said, I don't care what anybody says. A lot of people had to know that he was doing this. Yes. He was not doing this shit on by himself in isolation and nobody knew. A lot of people had to be aware, especially like his assistant. Where the fuck is he now? He's asking to be in jail. Is he dead? I don't know. I would, I doubt it. He needs to be in jail. Now, when he first started out, it seemed like it was more of a one man show or, you know, a couple man show or, you know. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, when he first started. But by the time he got to the Cosby show stage of life, this was a systematic operation. For sure. To the point where he is stopping the scene and was like, Mr. Cosby wants to see you like right now. And she's like, I'm I'm fucking taping a scene. No, no, we don't need you. We don't need another thing. They said the people on this that worked on the show said they never saw Mrs. Cosby on the set. So how how much does she have to know? First off, she knew because Beverly Johnson's example, I believe Mrs. Cosby was at the house. So this is just me guessing. Camille Cosby was fully aware. I don't believe you could be with nobody and not. Yeah, she knew. She completely knew. She probably didn't go to the set because she knew he had a whole thing going on on the set. She knew. All I know is I believe that woman knew. You had two, three, four, five of the women on this documentary and, and other people who worked in the, in the industry who were saying that he would always have the door open until one of the models would go in there and then he would close the yes. door. Like nobody questioned this shit. You got young girls. Young. He's young. like, Give, take this. As they were talking, tears came in my eyes. If it were me, I would have done it. I probably would have yes. done it. Like yes. if he was like, hey, take this. This will make you relax. You thinking you drinking water. The, the one, you know, two of the girls. pudding pops. That's he fucked up. Man. Do you understand the level of fucked up that is? You you guys don't understand. I loved this man. Like you said, what he meant to you, what he meant to me, what he meant to the community. But nobody stopped them. Nobody came no. to these girls' aid. Can you imagine waking up the next day like, maybe I made a fool of myself in front of Mr. Cosby. Right. And realize like what happened. And realize it wasn't until happened. Hannibal Burris. Let me tell you, I was a mad at Hannibal Burris. I, I wasn't. I wasn't. Because because I was like, if it's not true, then that's what it's not true. But if it's true, it, I guess it's just my experience with men just left the opening for me to be like, it's possible. In, in Dark Phoenix, I know you met these men yourself to where you step back. If you're looking at them on paper, they they are Mr. Cosby ish. 
It's not that like, part. That's not the part. It's just heartbreaking that because he's older too. And I'm just, he's always been my dad. I mean, not my real dad, but Bill Cosby has always been he was, the dad He was America's me. dad. I cannot imagine if I were one of those young ladies, because Bill Cosby has always been old to us. He's always I, been yeah, old. Yeah, he was always old. So can you imagine being our age and meeting him and him I being like, I would have done hey, whatever like, Bill Cosby told me to do. I would have believed whatever yeah. Bill Cosby said. He took and advantage Bill, of that. He took yeah advantage of his celebrity he took advantage of the fact that people trusted him he went hard trying to make america trust him yeah i just want to like take his fucking cane and his glasses i know d.l hugley just said isn't it interesting that when he got back out of jail now he can see again no <laughs> yes <laughs> You motherfucker. Are you serious? You motherfucker been blind all this time. He was like, when he was going through the trial and when he was in prison, he couldn't see. But now he out. Bill Cosby can see again. (laughs) Yes. Now, I'm going to tell you another famous person that had a very squeaky clean image that had similar things about them come out that broke me down. Who? Probably more than Bill Cosby broke me down, I guess, because I, I felt like I knew Bill Cosby's type because this came out with me being an adult woman. Had this come out with me being younger, then I would have been a bit more like, oh, my God. But Jerry Lewis. No, not Jerry. Jerry Lewis. I don't know if he was a rapist, but he definitely would pull a stick out and masturbate in front of people. (laughs) And he was not surprised. That surprised me. Jerry Lewis is goofy ass. Yes. And that he would be like telling women they got to fuck him, you know, and if if women on movie sets wouldn't have nothing to do with them, he would make the rest of the people on the set never speak to him again and give him hell. Oh, Jerry. Oh, Jerry. Grabbing for women's boobs. And make and a wish. The Labor Day telethon. Muscular yeah, the telethon. Dystrophy. Muscular dystrophy, dude. Yes. The nutty professor. He was a nutty. He was a fucking <laughs> perv. He, he was, was a nutty, in my nutty. room. <laughs> and I'm going to pull my dick out until I nut that nutty professor. Damn it, Jerry. See? That just that destroyed me. It, I'm not even going to front. To me, it's, it surprised me less with the likes of Jerry Lewis. I found shocking. He was part of the comedic duo, which this guy is one of my favorite singers. I still listen to him to this day, Dean. Dean, uh-huh. Yeah, so. so You know what the moral of the story is? What? They're all fucked up. After Cosby, I'm looking at everybody funny now. Everybody. I don't trust not a one of you. Did you hear the latest on Wyclef G? Don't you, don't you say anything. What? It's somewhat of a complicated story, but Wyclef Jean and Heather Hunter, the porn star. Heather Hunter? Heather Hunter, the porn star, apparently are friends slash fuckmates or whatever. Get the fuck out of here. I cannot believe this. The short of the story is Wyclef Jean found this young man that was interested in the movie business and he got Heather Hunter to recruit him so that she could groom this young man or why Clef Jean to have a sexual relationship with. No. Yeah. Take it back. I can't. Yes. 
And so apparently, I didn't know this. Apparently, there have been situations that have been questionable in terms of his sexuality in the past. I would I'd never heard of this until now. But he got Heather Hunter to groom this young boy who now is gay, who now identifies as gay, so that they could eventually, and they did, have a sexual relationship. This is too much. This is almost too much. I I gotta sit down. Let me sit down because I'm about to pass out. I'm about to pass out if you need to. I'm telling you, what the people? These people. So I don't get this. I don't get this. Why would you? Why would you take advantage of young people? There's so many things to that story that I need to just process. The whole Heather Hunter relationship, friendship. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was end of the story. He he had a relationship with Heather Hunter, but apparently no. No, no. Mm-mm. And this dude was so much younger than them. It really is like a fucked up story because he kept the young guy kept thinking they were going to help him, especially Wyclef, with his music career. And the guy apparently was fairly talented. But since then, he's completely given up on music and everything. But they just took advantage of this boy. He was like naive. He was a virgin. You know, Where the was whole- his parents. He was from some, sm- I think, a smaller think area. Making it up, you believe it? I believe it. Gosh, you gotta I believe. believe you gotta, it. you gotta. I believe it. You should be innocent until proven guilty, but damn it, y'all Listen. making it real hard. Listen, I believe it. The the great white club from Haiti. Well, that's well, it gives you further explanation why him and Lauren Hill didn't work out because Lauren ain't <laughs> had no damn dick. <laughs> Yeah. Laura was like, yeah, I guess I'm not your type. And from what the guy is saying, Wyclef was also a bottom. Stop it. I got to I got to lay down. Thank you and good night, everyone. Oh, my gosh. That is uh, it, just, it, just, it never ends. And so, like, here's the thing. If if you as a regular person fantasize about people that are famous or that are in the industry, don't. That's the moral of the story. Yeah. Like people's sexuality and their preferences is one thing. But when you are just flat out taking advantage of people and abusing young people and taking advantage of your celebrity, that's fucked up. Yeah. I'm not putting anything past anybody. After Cosby, after after I had to come to that reckoning last night, I'm yeah. just like, I'm just not putting anything past any. Yeah. They're all capable of it. If you Anything hear that they, that it happened, it probably did. Anything's possible. So that's it. And, and so the, the other latest person that is in up for discussion is that has like similar allegations mm-hmm. is Trey Song. Trey Song. So what's the story with him? That he rape. He's a rapist. That he'd be raping women anally and everything. Oh, Trey. No. And, and so nothing has been proven yet. But he is another example. It's all alleged. But he's another example where you get to the point where it's like you have so many people that have made the allegation that you have to like stop and start to wonder like, uh, I don't know. This isn't just a one off. This is just too many people saying similar things about you. So he's being investigated for a few things in my understanding of it. So let me ask you this. Just go with me for a minute. Why would somebody like Trey Songs? why would somebody like Bill Cosby, who can have their pick of the litter, so to speak, you can get any woman you want, women who probably would lie up and wouldn't give a damn, you know, who would be, who would voluntarily spend time with you. Why take it like that? I think that's the indication of the, the sickness of it. Because even if we go back to Bill Cosby, when he first started, Bill Cosby is kind of tall, 
he was an attractive man. He was. He had, he had privilege in society. He had money. He could. That's the crazy. That's why it's crazy. Bill Cosby could fuck just about any woman he wanted, but he won't that. That's the sickness of it. That's like that. That former football player, Darren Sharp, I believe his name was. I think he used to play for New Orleans for the Saints, who's in prison right now for rape. Dude is so fucking handsome. He could have just been a model. He was doing his rapes while gorgeous and playing in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Clearly, he could fuck, he could get women to give him ass. He didn't want that. He wanted to take it. That's the sickness of it. Obviously, most any woman is going to have sex with Trey Songs. He don't want that. I don't want to be the one to accuse someone without their fair, you know, yeah, their day in court, alleged. whatever, but it's not looking good. Not that any of them want me, but I wouldn't touch none of these motherfuckers in the industry. Like, I mean, like all of them are so undesirable. Like when you look at what they're, they've all been exposed to. Mm -hmm. and you just wonder like what the likelihood of like what they participated in. It's oh like, my goodness. Yes. It's like gross. Yes. Guy on guy. Probably animals too. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor damn animals. They ain't have no choice. <laughs> right. Certainly you did I not think that marriage made a difference. I thought a little, a little. <laughs> Yeah, which I think has been some of my apprehension with the institution itself. Like one of my, if I have a nightmare, you know, how people have like set night things that are just nightmares to them. One of them <laughs> for me would be in a house with somebody that I no longer liked and they had a key and I had a key. That's like a horror movie. That's a whole horror movie plot for me. Like worst case. The whole that's the whole <laughs> plot. Like that's the whole right. Oh my god. That's the whole tragedy right there. They got a key and I have a key. That's what marriage and is. And I'm tired of them. Oh shit. That's what marriage is. I'm oh shit. You. No. That's what like it is. I'm serious. Like that is a worst case where I'm like, I don't but is it want though? to be around you. Is it though? I, don't I mean because be around you. Anybody, this is my point. Anyone, I don't care how much lust, love, and passion you have for them at any point point during your relationship at some point that stops and you begin saying motherfucker get out of my face I don't want to see you I don't want to hear you breathe I don't want to like bitch. at some point that's gonna happen it's just marriage makes you makes it less convenient to say you know what just let's just stop so that's then the why thing. do people stay married because it's terribly inconvenient it's it's more convenient I think to stay married especially after you've been together for a while I think it's a lot more convenient to stay together it's like me trying to move it's like damn I got to change all my shit. Right. Um, by the time I do all that, let me just stay here. It's like, you know, it's going to cost me something, but it's cheaper in the scheme yeah. of things to, to just stay. Exactly. And I'll get over it. You know, exactly. this is fleet. And you, and you do realize that just as annoyed as you are with whomever, especially when you're married, as annoyed as you are with this person uh, at any given time, that too, that too passes. That's a fleeting um, thought. So do you always, like if you once found them sexy and just very attractive is there some element of that that's always there that i don't know i i can't speak on that that i don't i don't, I don't know about that mm. um i pr probably i don't know i don't know for me mm. i don't know you know i'm a mm -hmm. woman of a certain age and you know i just I have different interests now i'd rather eat some cookies and cream ice cream or pistachio ice cream or something like that uh, or a macaroon or get some batteries just right. keep calling it a day <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, you handle my little sassy girl on my own. <laughs>
don't need you niggas fuck y'all you had a chance <laughs> but i want to take my little tiny dry your chest <laughs> sexy girl and dusty uh, little tiny thing and go on mind my own damn business fuck all y'all <laughs> unless like usual unless Idris Idris that's, that's, like Idris. that's the only um, for me that's it, it I'm not, I really short of Idris if Idris ever listens to all of our episodes <laughs> what I know for sure is we are getting restraining orders filed on us that I know we didn't mean it Idris that <laughs> I know I'm serious <laughs> Like after last week, I reflected on how often he comes up in the episodes. Like he doesn't always make it in the title, but he it is. We can almost create a best hit off of Idris. Child, if anybody, if he ever like starts listening and notice how he comes up repeatedly, well, damn it, he he shouldn't be so irresistible. He gonna foul. He gonna foul restraining orders on us. I know it. I just know it. I'm like, why? Are no, we constantly don't do it? Because he's so delectable. He is we the delectable. Constantly on Idris. He's I'm sorry. God made him that way. Don't blame us. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> From what if your gynecologist was Idris Elba? Like, seriously. We go hard. You caught your sassy girl, Idris. <laughs> Right, I named my sassy girl Idris. What the fuck? Like, we just like there's a guy. I don't. In, you would think I'd want to meet him. I don't oh, ever Lord. in life want to meet that man. I don't want him to know that I am who I am. You speak for yourself. You know, I want to no, meet him. I, I am so fucking embarrassed. And I'm never letting go. <laughs> oh wow, maybe he might want to be straining order. <laughs> right. <laughs> You might want to start the paperwork. Right. I'm just saying. Right. He like, uh, you know how yeah. in um, some stores they would have pictures up of people who would shoplift. <laughs> His security team gonna have two glossy eight by tens of us. Like, nah, either these motherfuckers show up. If you see them, listen, handle it. Call security immediately. Right. Tackle them. Oh my gosh. I'm Especially sorry. The one that won't hurt you drain. Tackle them. <laughs> at once mm. i apologize though you blame god for making them that way it's not our fault so beautiful he is He's so, so beautiful beautiful okay enough of that yeah now ladies and gentlemen welcome friend of the pod gogo who will talk a little bit about certain anatomical lubrication enjoy Listen, I'm like, you can't ride this ride without shit. Like, you can't drive a car without putting gas in it. You cannot. Right. A dude will scrape, they will scrape their way through a dry vagina like it just, that's not. Like, don't, don't this bother you? That ain't no loop. I mean, come on. You still Listen, gonna keep pushing But, but then it's dry. our fault when we don't say nothing. They be like, nigga, I am dry as the Sierra Dry. Desert. Dry. And you know saying it? Isn't she saying it though? Isn't she? Right. If she's oh, dry. Both of us. But guess what? We, the, the thing that women don't understand, we have all the power because we got all the pussy. True that. Pushy. True yeah, that. You, you have all the pushy. Push. So, right. Why, so, so why? So, so, so tell me. Why? Why? Right. Why do you not? Why do you, why do you not? 
I do not I do not understand. Oh. Why, this is, why this is happening? This is not this is this is the dry season for you. <laughs> why is it not wet? Why is it not like, wet? Like do you think do you do you think it can be wet later? No. <laughs> so push through the dry season. Listen. <laughs> Put your mouth on it at least. Right. Who would insist on this? Gee down there. I mean, the thing is, there's a solution. (laughs) Your fucking mouth. There's a solution. My butt on your face. My crotch on your face. On your, right, let me crotch you, nigga. Like, you know what it is. What do you think it's for? Natural Put this pushy on your your mouth. Let me your face. Push this pushy. Like, push this pushy. Oh, Lord have mercy. I need pushy to my resuscitation. Oh, I need to resuscitate. Do with the pushy this way. Wait, PMCR. Pussy to mouth resuscitation. For real. Oh, Lord. Get my pushy wet. Yeah. Put your mouth on it. Just put your fucking mouth on it. Put your mouth on it. But you know what? They, uh, it's, it's crazy to me because men are so fickle <laughs> in that, like, they are they are so silly to really be like, oh, I, I don't know. Like, you, I don't understand why it's such a challenge for them to keep their dick clean. I, keep you know your what? dick clean. It's on the outside of your body, for God's sakes. It should be easy. You don't even like, have crevices. Easy clean. It's easy. Like, you ain't got to lift your leg up. Right. And then got to go inside. It's all out there. Just It's all out none. there. But you know what i think it is again it's our fault lady because the first bitch that has made it okay for a nigga to fuck them with a dirty dick has set oh, us all up no. for failure. the moment somebody started having sex with a nigga with sour cream and onion flavored dick <laughs> just like set everybody <laughs> back listen it set us back and it's set the, everybody you know, back i'm gonna tell you it was the it was the first woman that let a nigga come out from the field and oh <laughs> You dirty bitch, you. <laughs> we gotta take this on down to slavery. Like, you know, you need to go down to the creek, right? Wrench it around there, and wash it, submerge. You, it, you know, you need to wrench it out. Wrench it out. No, you gonna come right on up in the slave quarters, right? Sour cream, onions, flavored dick. <laughs> Fucking shit. Is someone uh, making onions? Someone onions? Lemon? Right. Onions? <laughs> and just jam it in my my dry push. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> You think that's fair? <laughs> right. That's right. And that nigga probably still had his accent from Africa. So he probably, he probably really did. was. Like, I can put this in your pushy. <laughs> like, like, I am ready now. Let me put it in your This is for you. Oh, <laughs> uh, y'all are crazy. You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at podfix on Twitter, official underscore podfix on Instagram, at podfixnetwork on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved. for listening if you like what you heard review subscribe and share it helps other listeners find us 
And don't forget to follow us at Yummy Fearless on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and even Pinterest, where you'll find additional content from today's show and also our highly curated He Can Get It list. As always, you can listen to the Yummy and Fearless podcast with the side chicks on Apple iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, and Spotify. And if no one else has told you today, we love you and thank you so much for listening.